Hi there and welcome to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Kieran Thomas, and I wanna thank you so much for being here and being a proactive parent and getting the resources that you need to let your child live their most fulfilling and independent life possible. When my own son was diagnosed with autism, I was told to drug him and try behavioral therapies and there was nothing else that we could do for him but manage his symptoms the rest of his life. But I didn't wanna do that. Fortunately, my background in craniosacral therapy Look, now 30 years, let me know that the brain can and does heal, but I didn't know that much about autism. What I did know is that I didn't want to just mask the symptoms with dangerous drugs. I wanted to find the causes and work with them naturally. And fast forward, it took me a decade and a lot of time and effort, but today my son is no longer diagnosable with autism after being told it could not happen. So I'm here to share with you valuable resources to save you the time and some of the expense that I had to spend to figure it out and to help you let your child lead to their best results possible. Every child's level of recovery is different, but we know that children who couldn't sleep through the night are sleeping now through the night and happily. Their immune systems are now strong where they were once sick all the time. Children who were nonverbal and their parents were told they could never speak are now speaking. Children who were getting D's and F's in school are getting A's and B's. And those that were so anxious all the time and couldn't sit still and, and were uncomfortable in their own bodies are now calm and happy and relaxed. And they're leading fulfilling and independent lives with friends. This is what we want for our kids. So I'm here to share the resources with you so that you can get the best results for your child the best possible. And you can start that right now with my free download of this top seven foods to eliminate beginning today of the top foods that are the most inflammatory and toxic that are contributing to those physical and behavioral symptoms of autism that your child is having. They're making his life uncomfortable. So you can get that right now at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods and feel free to share that with anybody you know who would be interested. And I will also link to it in today's show notes. There's of course a lot more than diet, but this is something you could start doing today that will begin to reduce those symptoms. And I'm happy to share everything I can with you. So right now, let's dive into today's episode. Hi there, and thanks again for being here. I appreciate what you're doing for yourself and your child and being a proactive parent to get the resources that you need. And um, I'm here to share with you as, as many of those resources I can of value in one of the last episodes we did on uh, lymphatic drainage and its connection to teeth and their meridians in the body and how, lymphatic, uh, how lymphatics can back up and basically cause a lot of health-related issues that are distal to the mouth that we don't always uh, have any connection with or understand or if we don't have further knowledge. And one of those was breast cancer. So I'm really hoping that you were able to catch episode 129. If you haven't, I will link to it in today's show notes. Um, we're gonna take a step further again with the teeth today. We're gonna be talking about the dangers of mercury amalgam fillings. Now, uh, a lot of times, you know, the symptoms of mercury toxicity will mimic many of the symptoms of autism. And so, and it's very, very common for children with autism to have high levels of mercury. And they've been shown to also create symptoms that last up to 30 years. This, it accumulates in the body and it aggravates every other medical condition. And 
the World Health Organization admits that there are no safe levels of mercury exposure. Common exposure from vaccines, medications, coal emissions, dental amalgam fillings, and contaminated fish are all things to be really aware of. Even in small amounts, mercury can be very dangerous. Toxicologists consider mercury to be one of the most poisonous elements in existence. Mercury destroys the brain. It's completely destructive to all aspects of the nervous system, and it inhibits the brain's ability to uptake and store neurotransmitters such as dopamine, serotonin, and norepinephrine. Now, in the past, I've talked about in episodes about neurotransmitters, the brain's messengers. Dopamine is responsible for things like helping our reward center, making us feel rewarded for things that we do, but also our ability to help us focus and concentrate. So, you know, if our child has problem focusing and concentrating in a classroom, it could be from low dopamine. Dopamine is, and serotonin are also made in the gut. So as you know, I'm a huge proponent of healing the gut and starting up with that as a, to support detoxification. We start getting into all of the rest of these things that we can do for natural and safe detoxification. And also as I'm a proponent of natural safe heavy metal detoxification, because if you use DMSA from the doctor, you're gonna get uh, a drug that will allow for reabsorption of the toxins back in the system. And it also robs the body of precious things that it needs like different minerals like magnesium and calcium. And our children are usually already deficient in those, which then weaken the teeth even more. So again, this whole, you know, one thing affects another. Serotonin is also made in the gut. And, um, and if mercury is inhibiting the brain's ability to uptake and store dopamine and serotonin, not only can they not focus and concentrate well but from dopamine, but serotonin is responsible for mood stability, uh, uh, sleep, regular sleep and good sleep appetite, you know, satiety for appetite. Sometimes maybe your child seems like they're hungry all the time. They just can't get enough food. Well, that can also be just to put a little caveat in here that um, if they have a leaky gut, their body might not be able to absorb the nutrition from the foods they're eating. Another piece as I did recently was on parasites. Parasites will eat the nutrition from the foods we eat so that we don't get the nutrition. We get kind of the leftovers, the carbs and nothing else. So uh, very important to be aware of those things as well. Mercury can affect any organ and is poisonous to all cells. The body or the building of proteins for the cells is called protein synthesis. Mercury not only damages cells, but interferes with protein synthesis which is a common problem among children with autism. And mercury has a powerful effect on the immune system. And I'll even link to a study on this in the show notes for you, because the research shows that the vapors from mercury amalgam fillings in the mouth can degrade the strength of the immune system by half. So by having enough mercury in, or mercury in your system, it can, it can inhibit your immune system's ability by up to 50%, half of its strength. Mercury also binds with candida or yeast, you know, candida overgrowth to resist its removal from the system. So mercury prevents the body from killing candida and it prevents a natural type of white blood cell, which is called a neutrophil 
from destroying the excess candida and other foreign matter in the blood. It can even act as antenna for the body in electromagnetic field radiation. So uh, very, very important to understand that um, the, how, how toxic mercury would be and how many effects it can have on the body. The greatest exposure to mercury toxicity currently is coming from mercury amalgam dental fillings and vaccines. There are a tremendous amount of medical documentation regarding its dangers, even at very, very low levels. The Center for the Disease Control, the CDC, and the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, have chosen to ignore this knowledge. When mercury toxicity is found in people, it's usually blamed on the consumption of contaminated fish. I'm also gonna put in here, I want you to be aware that mercury and heavy metals, there are no regulations in makeup and lipstick, especially red can be very high in mercury content. So beware mom or anybody of the makeup you're putting on your body and the toxic chemicals that it can contain. There are some companies that are even going mainstream that are, uh, are healthier mineral uh, types or various ones um, you can ask in the store uh, for some of the, the non-toxic versions of what they have uh, for, for makeup um, because that's really important. Um, we put a lot of things in our skin and absorb that it right into our bloodstream. Autism affects four times as many boys as girls. So have you ever wondered why? Well, hormones have a lot to do with this. So the neurotoxicity of mercury is enhanced by testosterone. Of course, testosterone, which is the predominant you know, hormone in boys, autism is sometimes labeled as an extreme male brain because of this. The higher levels of estrogen in females actually protects the brain, especially part of the brain called the hippocampus. So girls have a protective estrogen and the boys have the higher testosterone levels, which when you get mercury and testosterone together, it's kind of like an explosion. Uh, you'll really see this moms if you have a child, a son, and he might be doing a little bit, this even happened with my own son, <laughs> be doing a little better on, you know, you're, you're working through the recovery process, you're going, you know, they're, they're, they're getting better, they're getting healthier, their, their behaviors are improving. And then suddenly they really start to be getting angry and more explosive. And it's usually right around 13, 14, 15, 16, when they are in puberty, because the amount of testosterone that is flooding a boy's body when he is in pu puberty, puberty is huge. It's, it's, a, it's an enormous amount. There's actually a really great book, um, book called the male brain. There's also one called the female brain, um, both by the same woman, Luann Brizendine. And if you get a chance, um, read those. And she talks about the flood of testosterone coming in uh, during uh, puberty, especially for boys. And again, if they have mercury in their system, then look out because you'll see explosive behaviors um, that can be really angry. Mercury can cause a lot of anger, not only a lack of ability to focus and learn, but it can be a good reason for a lot of anger issues. Uh, mercury amalgam fillings are an extremely common source of mercury exposure. And although it's been known for years to be harmful in the past, they were a lot cheaper to use than other materials for the dentists. Um, so sadly, money really came before health. But as a result, many of us were given fillings of mercury amalgams 
that uh, were contaminating our system for years and years. It, it accumulates in the body, even the vapors in your teeth, especially when you chew on something hard like nuts or carrots, or you drink hot, um, hot beverages like tea or coffee. So chewing also releases mercury vapors again, anytime. And then we inhale it and up to 80% of the mercury is absorbed into the lungs and stays in the body. Again, the hot really releases these vapors. Um, so again, even when you're, you're eating soup or, or something really hot. So think about this the next time you drink coffee and hot tea, uh, due to the vibration of the amalgam fillings, brushing the teeth, teeth, the use of water picks, dental work, even a cleaning also releases toxic vapors. You might notice after you have a dental appointment that you feel kind of lousy even for a day or two days or even three days. Lime lives in the mouth, parasites live in, lime lives in parasites. So you've got that going on. You've also got mercury vapors uh, being released. Um, uh, one thing I found too, is even after you have your, your uh, dental amalgam fillings removed, you still have a lot of turkey uh, of mercury in your gums. They embedded it, it gets embedded in the gums and your body is still very toxic with mercury until you detoxify it properly. And I will share that with you here uh, in today's episode as well. Uh, dental drillings can release as much as 4,000 UGs of which, you know, is a huge amount. They say the safe limit to set by environmental protection agency is 50 UG, but this isn't really safe at all because there's no real safe levels of mercury. But if the environmental protection agency is telling us that 50 UGs is okay, which it really isn't, and you're getting a, a filling drilled that has an amalgam in it at 4,000 UG, then uh, that can be extreme uh, toxicity for your body. It's really important if you can avoid it at all to not have dental work done while you're pregnant as well, because those things will release those toxins into your body, which is then going to get into the fetus and tox and make the child more toxic as well. So your child can really be born again with much more toxicity. The mercury from your amalgams that you're inhaling, actually the mother's body uses especially the first child is really used almost as a conduit for our bodies to detoxify into. So the baby can really get loaded up with toxins before it's even born. Uh, larger fish carry higher amounts of mercury than smaller fish. So as a rule, the larger the fish, the higher it is on the food chain and the higher the mercury content. It's eating smaller fish, which have eaten smaller fish, which have eaten algae that's contaminated. So sharks, swordfish, large tuna are among the highest because they're the top predators and the largest fish. So uh, really imp you know, important really to avoid eating those fishes, uh, those fish uh, at least you know, most of the time, I, I say always, um, but uh, you've got to detoxify afterwards if you're gonna eat those at all, but I would say to avoid them. Um, they have a highly absorbable type of mercury called methyl mercury in them. And the fats in the fish absorb the mercury. So when we eat the fish, the mercury becomes extremely absorbable by the GI tract. And it's as absorbable as the methyl mercury from fish. Mercury amalgam fillings are almost 10 times more so. 
So plus mercury, again, accumulates in the body for decades. One study showed that up to 30% of those tested had toxic levels of mercury with the increase in coal-powered plants around the globe, and those numbers are in the millions. Mercury emissions from coal-fired power plants, natural gas, and petroleum pro products emit as much as 5,000 tons of mercury into the atmosphere every year. Harmful toxins get into the jet stream and carry it thousands of miles into the air we breathe. So most of the world, sadly, is contaminated these days, even if you're in an area that should have clean air because of jet streams carrying toxicity. Um, you can get things, you know, halfway across the globe from another country that was emitting things into their atmosphere improperly. Due to the mother's elevated mercury blood levels, federal scientists estimate that, oh, this is, this is actually a couple years old, that 410,000 children are born every year at increased risk to harmful effects of the transference in utero. The numbers are rising constantly. Mercury amalgam fillings from the mother pass through the blood-brain barrier and into the fetus via the placenta and later through lactation. So breast milk has also been found to have as much, uh, much higher levels of mercury, actually 80% higher than the mother's blood mercury levels. And this largely comes from the mercury, mercury amalgam fillings in the mother and, um, and breast milk is very high in fats, good fats. So those fats really uh, absorb um, and fat on the body, like a heavier person with more fat on their body is going to be more toxic because toxins really like fat. They, they, they grab onto it. So it's, you're going to absorb more, uh, more of these toxins if you have more uh, fat tissue on your body as well. Uh, the highest risk of mercury are those with the developing brain, such as fetuses, infants, and children. Um, males, again, because of their higher testosterone, enhances the neurotoxicity. And those with lowered ability to fight toxins, such as elderly women uh, of childbearing years between ages 20 and 39 are also at high risk. And remember, when we're pregnant, our immune systems are actually depressed. So we have a less, less capability of combating toxic exposure. So now the good part, <laughs> how to safely detoxify mercury. So again, mercury detoxifies over time in the nervous system. Results from mercury ex exposure uh, may not even be seen for several years. The brain can hold mercury for more than 10 years and it's crucial to detoxify. I mentioned why you don't want to use DMSA earlier, uh, the drug at the doctor's office because of uh, the reabsorption and it taking stealing minerals from your body. So um, I use something called a clinoptilolite zeolite. It's called Pure Body Extra Strength, and it's a spray that is liquid, tastes like water, so it's super easy to give to your child. Uh, you can spray it into water and have them drink the water. You can spray it on food, and it's tasteless, so they don't taste it. Uh, it is safe enough for pregnant women and infants. It's, uh, it's, it's just really, um, I've never seen a product that works quite as well and so as simply as well as this. Um, there are a lot of zeolites out there on the market and most of them do not do uh, the job this well. Most of them have impurities. This one uh, has a patent pending extraction process. 
and also to make the molecules uh, small enough that they can uh, actually um, grab onto some of those in, intracellularly. So it, it, I will link to it in the show notes, but I have done a few episodes uh, on heavy metal toxicity and where we have gone into detail on this specific zeolite. Again, it is natural, not synthetic. The synthetic ones I would never personally recommend. Um, but, uh, so there is a safe way to, to do this. So again, I'll link to this in the show notes and in some past episodes I've done on, uh, heavy metal detoxification and on this particular zeolite that I, I use, I will link to it as well for you, but it's important that you have all of your mercury amalgam fillings removed. And again, once they've been removed, remember you still have mercury toxicity. So you still need to do the detoxification. Just because they're gone doesn't mean the mercury's gone from your body. It is good to know that you're not continually being uh, talk, you know, becoming more and more toxic daily because they're in your mouth. But um, you want to have them removed properly from a bio dentist um, because you know, and, and again, avoid any dental work during pregnancy, especially something like this, um, because the bio dentist is going to be able to do it where they put in something called a dental dam where it blocks you from inhaling more of the vapors while they're doing it. They should make sure that they, they'll, they should be wearing sort of a, almost a gas mask apparatus themselves. So they're not inhaling it. It should be uh, um, disposed of properly. So it's not just put in the trash or anywhere that can get into our rivers and lakes, but they do this in a, in a specific way that a regular dentist uh, that's not a bio dentist is likely not uh, familiar with these extra practices. So um, that's important to know. And again, I will link in today's show notes for you um, resources to finding uh, uh, different bio dentists uh, worldwide. And also uh, I will link to an interview I did with a couple of very skilled and educated bio dentists um, that I've I've linked, I've interviewed in the past on podcasts that will really give you some great information from listening to those as well. So I'll link to those in the show notes for you. Of course, back to proper nutrition and increased antioxidant levels will help to protect us from mercury exposure too. So again, good diet, you're protecting yourself with a good diet, as well as healing up your gut, not causing any more inflammation, not causing any more toxic overload. Uh, I'll link in the show notes to my free PDF download on the top seven foods to avoid. Uh, and that's the direct link is at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods. Uh, but I will link to it in the show notes. Make sure you're eating a good diet. That's one way you can help to start protecting yourself. Um, high food, foods with high antioxidant content have deeper colors such as blueberries and green leafy vegetables also can be helpful and more protective with higher antioxidants. There are antioxidant supplements like vitamins E and C and selenium and magnesium and zinc, but also um, glutathione is really, really helpful. It's the body's master antioxidant. And um, I can link in the show notes for you to one that, that uh, I think is a high quality liposomal form. Uh, but these are also uh, uh, good things to make sure that you have in your diet regularly our body normally makes glutathione if it's healthy, but our, our systems are so depleted these days and struggling so much that supplementing with some glutathione can often be helpful, especially if you're in a detoxification protocol. So um, make sure that you, uh, you, you can do that for yourself. 
and for your children for sure. Um, some of the common symptoms of mercury toxicity to look for again are this excessive irritability and anger. And I want to put a caveat with that, that Lyme disease also causes excessive irritability and anger. Both of them really look a lot alike. So you want to make sure that you're working for, with both, especially if you suspect uh, any Lyme's disease at all in your child or yourself. Um, uh, and I've done some episodes on that in the past. We work with that in my membership program. It's one of the co-infections and it's huge, huge, huge. Almost 100% of children with autism, they say have Lyme's disease that's commonly missed or not work with properly. Um, so excessive variability and anger or really timid or shy behavior, that can also be mercury toxicity, depression, weakness, insomnia, apathy, impaired concentration, and poor memory, um, abnormal motor coordination. Uh, some people have such uh, intense depression, they actually have suicidal tendencies for mercury toxicity personality changes, obsessive compulsive disorder, which I will also give the caveat to that PANS, which is pediatric autoimmune neuropsychiatric syndrome, PANS disorder also has OCDs, OCD uh, obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, but those again, um, the co-infections and, and this is heavy metal toxins, especially mercury, um, can cause a lot of these behaviors in your child I always want to say your child's not an angry child. It's just that they're so toxic, so inflamed and have so many health issues going on that their brain and their body can't function properly. So it, they act out in these behaviors. And, and so we can help them. The, the, the knowledge and the information is, uh, and I'll be teaching one of my free master classes soon, uh, which I go into all of these things in detail and how I can help you with them all as well, the roadmap through it, the entire process in an order. Um, if you get my seven foods guide, it will put you on my mailing list if you're not on it yet, um, which will then, um, we will give you uh, an email when the registration for the masterclass opens up so you don't miss it. Uh, it's huge. I do a free three hour live virtual masterclass and um, I go into you know, all of the co-infections and all of how healing the gut properly, heavy metal toxicity, you know, all of these pieces that are so important for uh, the optimal levels of autism recovery. So I want to make sure that you're aware of that because I know how challenging it can be to not be sure what to do. And um, that's what I want to help you with. I've been on this journey myself with my own son. So uh, I'm here to, to help support you with not only the what and why with all of these great podcasts and resources I'm offering you, but I want to help you with the how. So please come to my masterclass if you um, if you can. Uh, it'll be really important. I promise it's worth your time. Um, and again, we've talked about back to uh, the amalgam fillings, the biodentist being safe to remove them, and all. Um, I will link to those in the show notes for you again. So. Um, you know, you know how to find one because it is really important that again, the teeth are connected to energy meridians in the body. And again, that distal pain or systemic illnesses, they can be results of problems associated with our teeth again, the heart and the lungs. And again, I will link to um, the dental meridian chart in the show notes for you. 
um, so that you can um, go back and take a look at that because I think it's really, uh, really interesting, especially the piece about breast cancer connection with root canals and teeth. And that's why it's so important to know uh, a panoramic x-ray, again, it's a very specific type of x-ray is often needed. And you want to make sure that whoever's doing your x-rays is only using um, digital ones and not uh, analog because the, they'll, they'll have less toxicity than the digital ones. Um, another way in the morning too, when you wake up in the morning, you can massage your, your, uh, your masseter muscles, which are at the side of your jaw. And uh, the muscles located on the side of your cheek and it begins around your, your uh, temporomandibular joint, <laughs> your jaw joint, and it moves downward. So if you massage your face there, it can be helpful. If you find when you wake up in the morning and they're really sore, that you might be grinding your teeth at night. Now teeth grinding, one of the um, things it does is it causes a micro trauma to the teeth and will prevent a bone from healing, including your, your, uh, your teeth are, are a form of bone. So uh, also one common sign, you might see this in your children, your child with autism, that parasites, one of the symptoms of parasites is teeth grinding. So there's a lot of teeth grinding. Of course, emotional stress for some people uh, can be the, the reason, but parasites are a very common, a very common symptom of parasitic infections is teeth grinding. So if you see your child doing this, um, uh, that's important to know. And again, we work with this in my program with some natural herbal remedies. You don't always have to go for those hardcore antibiotics that are going to really be hard on your child's system, um, really, because uh, you know they they're not discriminatory. They actually will remove or kill off good bacteria as it's killing off bad bacteria. And our kids are already depleted in the good bacteria, and we don't want to get rid of any more of it. We want to help build that up actually and support them. Craniosacral therapy, as you know, my background is craniosacral therapy, um, where we work on the bones of the head to balance the brain. This can be really, really helpful after any type of dental work. It can be, it's helpful for any child with autism or parent for the stress level reduction, for the bones in the head that have gotten out of balance um, it, for, from physical or even emotional trauma. But I have found in my work, I've been doing this for 30 years, I can tell the difference if especially children with autism almost always have their temporal bones. The bones around their ears are out of balance. That has a lot to do with speech. It has a lot to do with anger. It has a lot to do with our ability to move our tongue and mouth properly. So some motor skill issues. So craniosacral work can be really, really helpful um, in calming the system and in rebalancing those bones around the head. And I will link to an episode that I did on cranial work uh, in the future as well, or in the that I've done in the past, but I'll link to it in the show notes for you too. Uh, because the cranial bones can really affect so many parts of, of the body and the brain if they're imbalanced and, and cause a, a whole bunch of not only physical, but also emotional symptoms. Um, and kids usually love it. It's very relaxing to the system. And um, it's kind of like our, our soul cra you know, craves it. The kids I used to see, they, um, their, their moms would tell me after they came once, they'd say, I need to go see Karen again. And because they, they know what it feels like to be out of balance, especially if your child is a headbanger, they hit their head. That's an indication. Usually there's an innate response to try and make the head feel better by hitting it. They usually have a headache or something's out in the cranial structure. 
and you don't want to let them hit their head on things if you can prevent it at all. And I know it's hard sometimes if they're having tantrums, but craniosacral therapy can really help with that as well. Um, for uh, early cavity prevention tips, of course, diet again, the gut has so much to do with it. As I mentioned, the gut having the nutrition and being able to absorb the nutrition because if we have leaky gut syndrome, or if we have parasitic infections or co-infections like Lyme and mold that are still disrupting the gut health, then we're not able to get the, the gut healthy and the gut has to be able to absorb the nutrition from the food we eat. We can be eating great food all day long, but if we're not absorbing the nutrition from it, our body and our brain are still starving. So that's really important. Um, I can link to some uh, past shows I've done on uh, some of these co-infections. And again, I will go into them in deep dive detail in my masterclass. So please make sure that you, um, that you do join us. You can again, get that seven foods guide now at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods. I will also link to it in the show notes for you. So it'll be there as well because the teeth tell us a lot about what's going on in a person's body and especially the gut and the mouth is the beginning of the digestive tract. And so these are our greatest areas uh, to cause inflammation in the body. So again, if your child is, is prone to any cavities or other, other oral issues, be sure to look for further, you know, from, from the health issues that are going on. Um, xylitol toothpaste also, I wanna make sure you know not to use fluoride toothpaste. Fluoride is a neurotoxin. It is like putting mercury or aluminum in your mouth. And we don't want to be doing that. And so uh, one thing that you can it, it, that you can use is uh, a xylitol toothpaste. It's a um, it's a natural sweetener. It's extracted from hardwood, and um, it's approved by the FDA back back in 1963 and cited in medical and dental journals. It has the ability to destroy dental cavity, uh, the bacteria called strep mutans, which you have to have strep mutans in your body um, to have cavities. So if you have any cavities, you have strep mutans in your body. Um, and uh, we can pass that around. So don't share foods with your child or water or, you know, all the things that most people do, because you don't want to be sharing saliva. We're transferring the gut bacteria and the mouth bacteria and all of our bacteria back and forth in our saliva. Um, but uh, xylitol does have the ability to, um, to destroy strep mutans by 90% with regular use and it's sweet tasting. So uh, kids like it, it inhibits plaque formation and it causes uh, the inability to metabolize this oral, oral bacteria. So it can be really helpful. Um, it's very low on the glycemic index. If they swallow it, it's safe. The only thing, some people even cook with it. I prefer, you know, stevia or monk fruit. There those are the two, but um, xylitol will, um, will also, it tastes good. And if they swallow it, it's fine. But if they swallow a lot of it, well, some people, not everybody, some people will have uh, some digestive disturbances. Um, I actually used to get my son some xylitol lollipops because the longer that they're in your mouth and you suck on them and the kids, it's like a treat to them, then it actually, if you eat, eat one, if you have a sucker one of those lollipops or you brush your teeth with xylitol toothpaste, which um, I suggest then um, it, it, your mouth feels so clean, but the, um, the xylitol 
lollipop if you if you eat one if you suck on one it tastes it's like feels like you just brushed your teeth your your teeth are so clean feeling after eating one and um, by having it in there it's helping to kill the strep mutants um, just notice if your child has or you if anybody has a sensitivity if you have too much xylitol it can cause a little bit of digestive disturbance but that's usually with quite a bit I always like to say, because I'm an animal lover, xylitol is actually safe for humans, but it is not safe for dogs. So don't let your dog get a hold of your xylitol um, or your xylitol lollipops or xylitol chocolates or whatever, um, because uh, uh, it, yeah, it's not safe for dogs. It can be uh, toxic to them. Just like chocolate is actually, if you didn't know that as well. Um, xylitol is sold in a lot of health food stores. Xylitol toothpaste is sold in health food stores. Do you want to make sure, and online everywhere, you want to make sure you don't get one that's got like bad fillers, maltodextrin or dextrose or like, you know, that junk stuff that they like to put in. Uh, you know, uh, I think now foods makes one that's pretty pure. Um, Spry, S-P-R-Y makes one as well. Uh, and I'll link to um, drjohns.com. They, they have uh, uh, some lollipops that are flavored uh, with xylitol but don't have any food coloring in them. Do not have food coloring in your child's diet or your own. Food colorings have a lot of toxicity and um, lead is uh, known to be in yellow, in food dye yellow. And I believe there's, there's uh, red has the mercury in it. Anyway, you want to avoid food colorings. They can cause anger behaviors. They can cause met metal toxicity. A lot of issues there. We could go on and on, right? The key is prevention. Again, as you know, I've mentioned some of the, the, the binders and the antioxidant support, and of course the diet, um, starting with the diet. Um, and, uh, and I will link to uh, some of these resources I talked about for um, my last one on lymphatic drainage and the teeth and their connection with that meridian uh, tooth chart that I mentioned. And also I'll link to in the show notes on how to find some resources for uh, holistic, uh, bio, uh, uh, holistic dentists, bio dentists, and additional podcasts on subjects that will relate to uh, what we've discussed today. So that you have those resources, because I always like to to give resources to you um, to help you start some things uh, now for prevention with your child and help educate you. Because I know that we tend to do more, take more action the more education we have, because we understand what it means now. We know why, and it's hard to kind of avoid that sense of responsibility too. Like you know better, so you want to you want to do the best that you can for yourself and and your child. And these things can all be really, really helpful. So I hope this uh, episode has been helpful for you as well. Um, you can leave us a good review on iTunes if it's helpful. We want to share it to help other people find it too, their parents in need. And um, yeah, please uh, make sure you keep an eye out uh, for our email when we're releasing information, when the, the uh, next uh, live masterclass will be. Uh, to help give you the value and where I walk, walk you through all of the pieces to the optimum levels of autism recovery to help you get your child to be the healthiest and happiest possible um, for the most fulfilling life. And, um, you know, really our kids are, are, they deserve the best chance that they can have at, at being the best they can be. And we don't want all these toxins and inflammation and all this junk in their way of being who they truly are and being able to you know, learn as well as they can in school. Our kids are brilliant and they need to be able to share those gifts and express it and, and, um, and 
this is how we can start doing that is really by working with the biology to help their, their body and their brain be healthy so that they can be healthy. I uh, hope this is helpful for you. Also practice these things again for the entire family uh, because everybody's usually in need of them. I hope this has been helpful for you and I appreciate what you're doing and being a proactive parent and being here. And I look forward to seeing you next time.